It's true that some things change as we get older. But if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. and welcome to Shine, where I turn my spotlight on people, topics, and subject that, subjects that are honest, real, and relevant to you. I am your host, Kendall Anise, and I'm also known as Lady Motivator. I am a transformational expert, certified life coach, speaker, and author. But most of all, I am a lover of people, and I want to see us all win. This is the reason why I do this show, because I want to spotlight people like my next guest. So today's show is called The World of Entertainment, and you all know that entertainment consists of a lot of things. So let me just talk about entertainment for a minute. The U.S. entertainment and media market generated $479 billion in 2012, representing... uh, 
what, 29.2% of the worldwide revenue of nearly, listen, $1.639 trillion. In 2017, the U.S. is expected to account for $632 billion or 29.4% of worldwide total or more. Then let me let me just make sure because these numbers these are alarming. Well, not alarming, but shocking. It's kind of, but not really. Two point one hundred and fifty-two trillions, according to a report I was looking at at um, on Billboard.com. So the entertainment industry, we all know, we support the entertainment industry, whether it's um, movies, television, um, modeling acting, actors, actresses, uh, theater, stage plays, all of that. Print ads uh, for models, runway, um, like my guest, and we'll talk about this, live action modeling. All of that is the entertainment industry. You know you love to be entertained, so you're going to pay money to be entertained. But in the entertainment industry, we have colorism, we have racism, uh, we have a lot of isms when we're dealing with entertainment because we're dealing with people who almost hold our futures in their hands. And you know what happened. And we'll get into that a little bit um, shortly. We had a uh, episode last week. Actually, it was a two-parter regarding and about the Me Too movement. So there is a Me Too movement when it comes to uh, actors, as you know, that's how it started, but also in the modeling industry as well. We've heard a lot of people talk about it. I know Tyra Banks always talks about it, um, and a lot of other models talk about it. So in every inch of the entertainment business, you find a lot of discrimination. So we're going to touch on that too, but we're also going to talk about the trends and the changes that my guest sees in this industry. So be, without further ado, I'm sorry, I just got this tongue today. I'm like tripping all over it. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> but without further ado, I want to introduce my guest. His name is Brother Calvin D. Tucker Jr. Calvin, welcome to the show. Kendall's in the building. <laughs> <laughs> you hear me? I can't talk today. It's been a long day, but Lord have mercy, I'm still here. <laughs> yes, Lord. Absolutely. Uh, Calvin, he was on my show Conversations with Kendall Lanise that we did a couple years ago. So we are family and I'm so happy that he is on the show today to tell you everything that he's doing. So he being you, what are you doing? What's going on? How are you? All of those things. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Well, I'm pretty good since since I last saw you. That was for the True Motivation uh, music tour. Uh, yes. that I did to kind of promote healing and um, and unity uh, around the time of the Baltimore unrest and, you know, global unrest. Um, but since then, it, it, it did well. Um, and I'm so proud of just, you know, being obedient to God and doing that. Absolutely. Um, since then, I, I actually stepped out on faith and quit my, um, my regular job. Whoa. To uh, be full time entertainment. Whoa! And so, awesome. actually, I'm here on this show today because this is part of my spring uh, promo tour, which is celebrating the launch of my global website, my entertainment website. Wow! So, if you log on to www.calvinthespecialist.com, then you can find out everything that I do. Um, 
um, and what I'm available for in terms of booking and services that I can provide for uh, different entertainment um, avenues. Wow. And so that's what I'm really pushing right now. <laughs> so are you saying, Calvin, is it the or duh? Because you know how sometimes we are. It's D-A right, or right. T-H-E. What is it? Spell it out for the people. Yeah, no, every, everything is, is correct English for this one, y'all. <laughs> my Facebook, in, in my social media, I, I tend to... You know, be very bonical. Okay. But specialist s p e c i a l i s d dot com. That's right. Calvin the specialist dot com. I love that. So, uh, brother Calvin, now let's talk. Uh, one thing, <laughs> one thing that I like about you is. You make ways for yourself. And we were talking about that a little earlier. And I saw that in you when I met you a couple of years ago. You don't wait for something to come to you, an opportunity to knock on your door. You make moves and you make things happen. You are making money moves before Cardi B even sang about it. (laughs) You know what I mean? Right. You are. And I love that about you um, because you... Tell, tell the people where you are right now so they can see exactly what I'm talking about. Well, right now I'm in, um, in New York working um, a live modeling event. Uh, long story short, I'm basically um, a live dummy or doll for a medical convention where doctors are demonstrating um, new medical tools that have just come out on the market. So I'll be doing that every day from starting today, starting today, uh, every day through Saturday. And I'll be returning to Baltimore on Sunday. Okay. So Calvin, how did you even know about that? Because of course it makes sense. We've seen live action models, whether it was, uh, to demonstrate, uh, food, you know, how some people, they have the live action models. They, they, um, are, I guess looking like, or, posing as trays. You've seen those where they're laying right. across the table and they may have sushi all over their bodies or um, they're being painted for whatever type of event uh, that requires them yeah. to be painted or uh, mimes or just still models where they're modeling clothes but they're not moving. You know, they right. move. I, I think I saw one move like every 15 minutes because we sat there and watched so this is just yeah, I've done that um, before. right, <laughs> and they scare the best out of you because they move all of a sudden. So like, um, this is similar to that, and it makes sense what you're doing. But yeah. how do you even get into something like that? How did you find that? Well, um, it's, it's kind of like how I've, I've spoken before. I have a mentor um, program called the uh, Male Model Reach Movement. And so it's not as active and as aggressive as it was. Um, I'm taking it in a different direction. But basically, I teach professional development to um, young African-American males in entertainment, different entertainment fields. And so what I teach is professionalism, integrity, and um, and being who you say you are and delivering when you show up. Mm-hmm. You know. And so part of that, and also educating yourself in your career field. Um, in any career field, there are lanes. Um, and and jobs inside of that field that most people don't draw to that you have the research to find. Mm-hmm. Whether it's NASA, you know, science, whether it's uh, food, you know, child care. There are different lanes in every career that most people, you know, that, that are not popular is what I mean. 
So uh, what I did, since especially being full-time entertainment, because, you know, it's a grind, you know. Mm-hmm. If I don't work, I don't eat, literally. Right. And so how do I take it to the next level? You know, I'm not famous yet. I'm not, you know, um, in demand yet. So I have to figure out how to um, make things lucrative and build a career. And mm-hmm. so I research, you know, and I network and talk to other entertainers and you find out things and you hear things and you look into them. And so... Um, live action modeling is called different things as well. Like all the things that you listed, they all fall under that. And they also can be called promo modeling or um, demolition modeling too. Okay. There's probably some other names, but that's all of those mean the same thing pretty much. Okay. It's like a spectacle kind of thing. So um, I was researching different types of modeling, found um, promo modeling and started doing that for auto shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, where you go to an event, you might go to a concert or auto show, and you see people wearing, like, Toyota T-shirts right. passing you out something free, saying sign up for a free car. Yeah, I did so that they, they look for models and actors to do that. Right, yeah. Right. yeah. So that's how you get into that. And so researching titles like that, um, you know, spun off to finding out about the, the medical conventions and things like that. And I'm still trying to see if there are other lanes just like that yeah. in different industries. Yeah. You know? And so, yeah, this is my first time uh, doing it. Uh, no, I'm sorry, it's my second time. My first time when I first started modeling, I did, like you were talking about, in the um, in the window mannequin modeling mm-hmm. uh, for Old Navy. So that was my first trip ever to New York. Wow. So that was back in, like, mm, 2013, I think. Oh, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. But I think that that's awesome. It's just, it's just research, just expanding yeah. my reach, you know? Yeah, and that's what I want to um, inspire everyone to do. Like, you got to think outside of the box. You can't live in that box, the box that people try to put you in or the box that you see maybe on television or someone says, hey, a model. Modeling is not just runway modeling or print ads. Um, You have to think outside of the box. You have to extend your reach. You have to expand your mind to to, to think of other things. But most importantly, like Brother Calvin said, you have to research. If this is your passion, if this is something that you truly want to do, and this is something that you want to do full time, you have to put everything that you have and everything that you are into that. You cannot make any excuses. You have to find your own lane. You have to go down the same lane someone else is going down, and you have to create your own lanes uh, by any means necessary. Um, So he said action modeling. You might say, well, I don't want to do that type of modeling. I don't want to you know, be at a medical convention all day to do that. But if that's part of your grind, if that's part of your hustle, you have to do whatever it takes to do it. Like uh, Calvin said, he said he's not being called right now. He's not in demand. A lot of people may not know about him, but doing this, that's going to lead him closer to where he wants to be. So you talked about leaving your job leaving your job at the school system to pursue your dream and what you feel will be your lifetime career. Was that a scary move? And I commend you for that, by the way. And you're an inspiration. It was beyond scary. Okay. It still is. If you think about it, I've been doing it over 17 years. Right. And so I've known what God showed me that, you know, I would be full-time. That's part of my passion and my anointing, actually, mm-hmm. is to be in this field and show the love of God through mm-hmm. the creative art. I love that. And so the struggle is when you know God is, has given you something and he's shown you that it's going to happen for it to take as long as it's taking. Right. Like, 
it's a struggle by itself. Then you add on top of that what we're taught growing up, that you have to do, have a job, you have to get a college degree, you know, the have-tos of life. And you have to retire and, and you have to, to die. You. you have to retire, right. you have then to work, retire, and for die. your best interest. Right. Yeah. And so I was at a job, you know, that had a guaranteed check every two weeks. And so to leave the stability of having, you know, guaranteed and regular income is scary. And, um, and not only that, I did that at a time when I had just moved out on my own, too, for the first time in my life. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was a year after that. So what happened was, long story short, I was praying for God to open doors in entertainment. Just pray, you know, just ask, because I know what he showed me. I'm like, okay, God, please open these doors. Mm -hmm. So then I would start, you know, applying for stuff for, you know, little shows and different things, TV shows, and get called. And, you know, in entertainment, you get called the day before or the, the night before, mm -hmm. the day of sometimes. And so I wasn't used to that on, on, that on that level. And so I was, you know, I would be going to work on my way to work and get a call. Like, can you be on set at 5 o'clock? But it's 3.30 and I'm pulling into the parking lot of my job. And I'm like, oh, my God, do I call out or do I go, you know, take this opportunity? And I was like, I have to keep my integrity. And so I would miss those opportunities. And so it hit me like a light bulb. It's like you have been asking God to open doors that you can't walk through because you are keeping yourself at a, at a, at a nine to five. Mm. And so I was also ministering to students at the time, you know, telling them they can be anything they want to be. Mm. And it started to hit me in my heart. Like you are telling them, you know, which, which I really believe, you know, and encouraging them, you can be anything you want to be, but you haven't even seen, you know, the fullness of what you can be yet. Right. So, you know, you need to, you know, branch out and do some things, then you can come back and really tell them, you know, how to how to do something with their life. Right. And so, well, and I said, okay, God, I feel you calling me, so how are we going to do this? And so, you know, just like that, I um, I was driving for actually two different um, ride share services, and I won't say their names because I want to be in their commercials. But uh, <laughs> you does one start with a U and one start with does one start with an L? Maybe it could. It's oh, possible, okay, you know? okay. I'm not sure. Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, so that was like you know the, the income that you know that I can pull on when I wanted to when I what was convenient for me when I'm not on set on my way. I mean, before I go to set, I can do two hours of driving, right? You know, to make some money. Then when I get out of uh, offset can drive until I can't drive no more. That kind of thing. Right. Those types of things, you know, allow me to um, to not die in my struggle. Right, right. Because it's not yeah. an easy it's not an easy easy thing to do, but it's worth it. No. It is worth it. So yeah, listeners out there, if you have a dream and you're waiting for the right time, this may be the right yeah. time. The right to the best time is now, because if you think about it too much, you're going to talk yourself out of living your dream and up to your full potential. Like Brother Calvin said, he said he's been praying to God to help him break into the industry where God was sending him leads and sending him opportunities and offers. He was turning him down because, like he said, he wanted to keep his integrity. And that definitely is commendable. And even within this industry, you can still have integrity, but you have to leave that nine to five. You have to leave the one that you're tied to in a sense so you don't feel like you're uh, losing your integrity or you, 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 you promised or you gave your word that you'll be someplace, but you can't. Like you said, you didn't want to call out, which is understandable. So right. at that point in the crossroads, you have to decide 
what you want to do. Am I going to trust God? Exactly. <laughs> trust God. You got to let go. Uh-huh. You really do. So for those of you that are just tuning in, I'm talking to Brother Calvin D. Tucker Jr., actor, model, and all-around entertainer. Uh, we're talking about uh, just pursuing your dreams, leaving your job to do what you love to do and, and do what you're called to do. Now, let's talk about you do modeling, you're an actor, you're an all-around entertainer, you're a go-getter, you're a hustler, all of that, because you are trying to be the captain of your ship. Outside of God, of course, that's the number one captain, but you're trying to make it happen, and we know faith without works is dead. So in this industry, I know you've seen some ugliness, I know you've seen some unfair treatment. I want to just take a moment to talk about colorism. Because everyone is bringing that up again. We always know and we've always known that it's going to be here and it has always been here. But let's talk about colorism in the industry. Have you been subjected to that or have heard things behind the closed doors about, well, he's too dark, she's too light, um, that type of thing when we're dealing with uh, African-Americans in this industry? Um, I want to speak to it from a couple of different angles. Okay. So, where I am in my career, I honestly can say that I haven't dealt with or seen it up front in terms of colorism because I'm not on that level yet. Okay. That's just the honest truth. Okay. You know, uh, I'm doing a lot of extra work in terms of television and film and, and smaller parts. So I'm not even at the table with the discussion of, okay. <laughs> of what, is, what is she getting paid uh, over me kind of thing. That's fair. And that, well, that's technically not true. I do have to have those negotiations, but it's not based on color. It's just based on a different subject, which we will go off subject, but it's based on the fact that some people have a different idea of what success is mm-hmm. and, um, and who's legit and serious about their craft. So people try me to see if I'll accept scraps. You know what I'm saying? When uh-huh. I really know my work, right? So that's that's a different, a different one. But I'm not on the level where you know, you know, the, I can see the colorism. I can really say, well, he's getting paid different because he's white. Right. I haven't had that. Right. But um, definitely, I've seen and experienced um issues of colorism where it come where in terms of what beauty is and what and um and 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 self esteem. And so, what I teach as well is for young people to, young entertainers and people, period, to not suffer in silence. And I'm big on that. I'm one that's big on that. When I come in, came in the industry and dealt with things, I dealt with them head on. And I, I attacked them. And things that I felt were not fair that were presented to me, you know, people told me I wasn't a real model if if I didn't shoot nude or um, things like that. I wasn't serious about the industry because at some point you have to if you're a real model. I was told all those kind of things from actual industry professionals, you know, and I fought that, not because I wanted to be difficult, but because I know who I am, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. so that's what, that's what my, my, um, my heart goes out, because so many young entertainers, they come in the game, and they don't have a foundation from home, yeah, to know who they are, and yeah. so they're, they, they can be told anything, and if they think that this person has control over my career, can make a break, then they won't say anything, they'll just go along, and see, I think a the blessing of having a spiritual foundation mm. and knowing um, Christ for myself, mm. I actually believe that what God has for me is for me. Oh, and that for sure. I can't do anything about it. I That's can't, right. No matter what decisions I make, I cannot stop God from yeah. blessing me with whatever he is about to bless me with, with, you know, whatever opportunities 
I was supposed to have with me getting. Right. But other people, not everybody's religious, not everybody has a relationship with any type of God. So they're easy to, you know, to, to manipulate. They're easy to trust people and think this person can control my success. And so it's very sad. And I try to fight as much as I can, um, you know, in that aspect and be like, no, you have a voice. Yeah. If you're not comfortable mm-hmm. with something, you can speak up. You don't have to always go out. You don't have to flip tables and cut people out. Right. But there's there are respectful ways and there are direct ways to pull people aside and express that you're not comfortable. And Absolutely. And I know this by experience yeah. from pulling people aside and respectfully mm-hmm. expressing what it is that my concern is. But, you know, in the industry, a lot of times we get pushed back mm-hmm. because we may be an anomaly in standing mm-hmm. up for ourselves. That's what it is. And that's why people like the Harry Weinstein, not to go back to that, but right. people of power are able to continue to manipulate and do dirt to people and they stay silent because of that fear. They, you yeah. know, that yeah. you know, that they will destroy my reputation or that this person is so powerful no one will believe me or you get all of that, you know. And it's it's sad. And, you know, we jump on people. Yeah. You know, if they if they come up with a story, oh, what was what was she, what was she or he wearing? Oh, right. You didn't know that if you was going to such and such place, such and such was going to happen. Like you know, we we do that, right? And um, it's unfortunate, but you know, um, as I, I feel like this movement though is is really going to and has been changing right. a lot. You know, to the point where I think you know people think more than twice before they say. Yeah. Before they say, I was on I was on set of a major TV show that I can't say because. We're filming, you know, you sign a non-disclosure. Yeah. Um, a situation went down, and because of that situation, I was what they had. We had kids on set one day, and so the director came over, and she had to ask the girl's permission to put her hand on her shoulder. And then I, I instantly knew why. Right. She did that because of what's happening in the industry. Right. Because of what I think is appropriate, me, you know, putting my hand on your shoulder to direct you to say, please stand here, sweetheart, or whatever, can be interpreted as sexual harassment or somebody just wants to cause trouble. Absolutely. They can try to manipulate that situation. So people are now in a, a thought process of trying to be 100% respectful. Right. And, you know, and sadly, extra politically correct and overboard too because people some people don't know but you know what to say and what not to say or right. what not to do and what not to do so that's where the it's like a toss-up you get people now people are like okay i'm paying attention so that everybody feels comfortable and then you get the flip side to people and it's probably the people that were abusing it that are you know yeah. going overboard and don't know what to say and what not to say <laughs> yeah. I mean as as you're talk as you're talking, um that was very well said. As you're talking and you were talking about um nude modeling and they were trying to allow that to kind of start no your career off. That. People think that I have a I have a problem against it. It's just I know my brand. I'm right. Like, no, that's, that's no, that that's is, okay. You know? No, but I was just going to to build on that. You were talking about that and how you had a voice and you had to to speak up. I was in a situation like that. Everybody knows the song Summertime um by Jazzy right. Jeff and Fresh Prince. Well, I was um auditioning. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was auditioning for to be in that video. I have a lot of friends actually that what? are in that video. Yeah. I mean, so many. I have to I have a different. Li- I have another life other than coaching. I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm a old, I'm a older seasoned woman. But anyway, uh-huh. back then I was um in an audition to do um summertime video, and you know the song uh-huh. is fun. You see how the video is now. So if you haven't seen that video right. in a long time, 
go to YouTube, look at the video. And I'm telling you this for a reason. So when I go into the audition, uh, I'm a teenager. I go into the audition. My mom actually came with me. We drove to Philly. That's where it was. I'm from South Jersey. So not a far, uh, drive or ride. Uh, so we get into the, um, audition and I'm in the audition and an older woman, she says, okay, I want you to start dancing. And I'm like, okay. Then she said, I want you to start touching yourself. Now this is, and my mom was like for a fresh prince. Like, what are you, she's not doing that. But before I could even say something, she was already looking, you know, as a mother would. And I said, absolutely not. I said, I'm not doing that. And I also came to the video, um, in a cute outfit. I didn't come in a freakum dress, a tight this, a tight that. But if you would have right, right. seen all of the the women in the in the line, you would have thought it was for a Luke video. <laughs> but anyway, so but to 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 even just to to talk about that, I think about that now, and I thought about it then, and of course I declined and I didn't start dancing to touch myself because I don't want anything that bad where I compromise my morals and who I am as a woman and even as a young woman at that time. But a lot of women did because I'm sure I'm not the only one that she asked to do that. So other people, like I know other people just by working with them and in the industry and doing different things. I know a lot of people in that video. So when you look at the video and go back and look, it looks like a barbecue, a cookout, and it's in one of the parks in Philly, Fairmount Park. They're driving down the street. It's a feel-good song still to this day when you hear it. It's feel-good. Um, nobody is dancing. Nobody is provocative. Nobody is pretty much half-naked. So I found that interesting that they were asking people to do that in the audition, and it wasn't even wow. that. And they also said, oh, this is family in the video. It's not. There were actual auditions. So for the longest time, I didn't even want to hear that song. (laughs) It is the jam, but I didn't want to hear it. But I was young and I knew that I had a voice and I knew that I wasn't going to compromise that. Had I compromised that, I could be in a video in the the convertible just like uh, a a few friends of mine, but I refused to do that. So people out there, you don't have to compromise who you are to be heard, to be seen, to excel in your career, whatever that is, even if it's not in the entertainment industry. You don't have to sacrifice who you are and you don't have to displease God or your parents or anyone else. This is for the young people to get ahead because what's for you, I truly believe, just like Brother Calvin, is for you. You do the hard work and you follow your course and you will get what you need to get in your field, in your profession, whatever you're doing in life, but don't settle and don't sacrifice who you are just to, to make a dollar because you'll get that later. But once you give away your morals and give away your self-respect and give away all that's on the inside, making you a virtuous person, when you give that away, sometimes it's very hard to get it back because you're caught up in the matrix of whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, so it's important. Yeah, one last story on that. Just yeah, help. and um, we're and we're and we're and we're getting close to the time. I told you that thirty minutes goes fast. Know, uh, it does, but go ahead, please share. But yeah, just like you was that audition reminded me of um, an audition I went on when I first again when I first started modeling. When I first started modeling, my tag name used to be Minister Calvin Z. Tucker mm-hmm. because I am a, a preacher. So I didn't want people in in the entertainment side on the Hollywood side to be confused when I said I had certain morals. Mm-hmm. So when I show up and, you know, and I say, you know, 
well, I'm not going to, um, you know, have the, the girl sit on my lap with her bra off, you know, in this picture. Mm-hmm. I don't want them to be confused and be like, well, why? If I show up in my name on my resume and my comp card, it's minister, then in your head something should click. That's what I thought. Right. <laughs> Little did I know. Little did I well, know. Well, Dr. Dre is not a doctor. But Dr. Dre is not right. a doctor either. And Rev Rudd, right. Come on. He so is a red, right. Think about that too, you know? uh-huh. So I went into this one audition, and on my resume, I used to have this not too nude or implied nude on there. Because my thing is, I want to avoid the blow up on set. I don't right. want to get to set and have pretended, you know, and then all of a sudden there's all these things that I, you know, I'm not down with, and you didn't know as a photographer. I feel like that's disrespectful on my part mm-hmm. and unprofessional for me to show up knowing that there are things that is popular that I, you know, right. not, am not interested in. So I used to have that on there. So this lady was, you know, at the desk, you know, you go and you present your resume, and she she paused for a second. She said, hmm. And so I was like, is something wrong? And she said, she said, no, there's nothing wrong. She just said, I see what you have. You don't do such and such and such. And I said, yes, and ma'am. She said, she said, it's, it's, it's just, it's not a problem. It's just unusual. And she mm-hmm. said it like that. She said, it's un- <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then she proceeded to break it down for me. She said that there, everybody else, is, well, you know, so many people will do any and everything under the sun to get what they believe famous or what they want. Right. It's nice to see somebody actually stand up for something they believe in. Yeah, because they don't see because they don't see that. Right. That. Yeah, she said it just caught me because it's just unusual. So, you yeah. know, she's going through hundreds of resumes and everybody's good and then she sees this one on there that says I do not do do this. Right. Because so, so many people kind of will sell themselves. I mean I as yeah. a child I, I I was an actor, I was a model I did a lot of different things uh, as a child. I did national ad campaigns and magazines and all of that. So when I say I had another life in entertainment, let me be clear. It wasn't a a sexual entertainment life. Let me be clear because they're going to say lady motivated. She had another. So let me be clear. As a child and as a teenager, I did a lot of print ads and modeling and um like I said, national ads and magazines and I did acting and all of that. So that's my other life in entertainment. Let me be clear, Lord, let me be clear because this is how rumors get started. So I do understand that industry. I was in, you know, I had talent agents and all of that. So I do understand that agency and every now and then I'll do some, um, narrating for a play or direct a play or or um do a small part i'll do that now when people i know in the industry call me but that's that's not something i'm pursuing actively like you are so model like a model actor entertainer what do you see for yourself and we're just have to keep this short what do you see for yourself in the next five years where do you see yourself I see everything, Broadway, the big screen, the male model reach movement turning into something like maybe a um, school for performing arts for boys in Baltimore. Um, I don't know where God is taking me in the Mm. preaching ministry, you know, but I'm excited, you know, and open to it. Uh, More importantly, I see myself married with 17 kids. You better come on. Come on with it. Come on with it. (laughs) That's right. Claim it. A lot of kids. Yeah. You have your first one. But, but yeah, my wife and kids, I'm, I'm ready for that. Claim, that's right. You better speak it in these airwaves. <laughs> uh-huh. You better speak it. And oh, I yeah. believe in speaking what you want 
uh, into existence. I also believe in um, just calling out what you want verbally. It's all about you. Like I said, speaking into right. existence, that's just saying, this is what I want, but calling it out. Like you said, 17 kids. I know you don't want 17, but be specific when you call it out. Don't just say, um, I'm putting it in the universe. Like people say, or I'm praying to God out loud, or I'm speaking it to existence. You have to be specific, even in your prayers, even in your desires, you have to be specific. And then God will see what he wants to do. And ultimately he's going to <laughs> determine what's going to happen, <laughs> but you have to have a vision over your life. And I like to ask that question because of course, you know, but some people out there, they might say, gee, I don't know what I want to do, you know, where I want to be yeah. in the next five years. So I want to be able to put that out there for you so they can have something to think about, because believe it or not, that might be real to us. But someone out there is like, I never I just want to be alive. You know what I mean? Or I just want to live. But you got to live life and not allow life to live you. Um, this has been excellent, well, brother. Cal. <laughs> this has been hey, excellent. So tell the people where they can find you, give them your website again, how they can connect with you on social media. And if you can tell them what you're yeah. doing next, we got about three minutes. Go well, on Instagram. <laughs> it's Calvin, C-A-L-V-I-N, the number two, E-N-T. That's Calvin, two E-N-T on Instagram. The website is www.calvinthespecialist.com. That's C-A-L-V-I-N-T-H-E-S-P-E-C-I-A-L-I-S-T.com. Um, you can catch me next. I'm actually working on a script right now to film a uh, feature role in my first independent film. Come on. Um, not, not mine, but that's all right. You know, the first time I've, I'll have a uh, feature role, so I'm supposed to be studying that script right now we start filming um next week um this summer is something i can't speak about they gave me a gag order so i can't talk about that one either yet but i will start promoting it as soon as i get the green light um so yeah Wonderful. And I may end up having to pick up a, um, a regular job again. No, you won't. No, we're not. No, we're not speaking that into your life or over your life or around your life or through your life. You are going to continue living your dream and doing what you're doing because you took that leap of faith. And sometimes that's what God wants us to do. Just take that leap of faith because we always exercise, talk about exercising faith and having faith and you got to be faithful. But yet we don't take that leap to really see if right. that faith is true. So you did that, which is very commendable. And I see your future so vividly and it's so bright, like the old song, I got to wear shades because your future's so bright, you know, but I see that because I see the drive in you. I see the passion in you. I see the God in you, but I see that you, you believe and you're welcome. You believe in yourself enough and you've believed in yourself enough to say, you know what, I'm going to take that risk, as some people would call that. So just like Brother Calvin, I want to talk to you out there, the listeners. Please, if there is something that you want to do, don't allow anyone to talk you out of your dreams and your goals and no what one. you can achieve. No one. Sometimes it may be your own mama. You got to say, mama, I respect you, but this is something I want to do. I'm passionate about it. You got to find your passion and you got to create a vision and you got to just think about what do I, where do I want to be in a year? What do I want to be in two years? And you got to put in the work to make it happen. 
Brother Calvin, I thank you so much for tuning in to Shine. Everyone, I thank you all for tuning in to Shine. You can find me on your... Yes, 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 yes. And please check him out. Follow him. See what he's doing. Get on his website because this is a good brother. This is Brother Calvin D. Tucker Jr. Again, this is... (laughs) This is... (laughs) This is Kendall Anise. Again, thank you for tuning in to Shine. You can find me on all social media platforms. Visit my websites, livingtruelivingyou.com and ladymotivator.com. And you can connect to all my social media platforms that way. No need to dim anyone else's light. We can all shine together. Peace, love, and light. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, God bless. I'm here every Wednesday, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shine, livingtruelivingyou.com. God bless. Take care. What a beautiful all that I've got is all that I need. I got you, baby, you got me. What more could I ask for? Beautiful life.
grandfather. Uh, I got you. Uh, you spoiling me now. Six years later, still the talk of the town. I put myself on, and then I put my team on too. Take on my BET. I built my drink on hold. Till I believe that, and I mean that, there will be no flow. If you ain't seen that tune, we see police run Joe. You put DC on first, I put us all on next. And now it's all on me to keep your name on deck. Okay. Yeah. The Godfather, gotta know that it's not a problem. Been in the pocket like I tell you the Saviata. Praying for a better manana. I hope I'm making you proud. I'ma rep you with honor. Irrefutable spirit. How your music get nearest. When I got that award, it felt like you got this shit with me. Life's good, still it's getting better. Still pray for low and Benny. Tell KK hold a head up. A lot of done it, but not too many that done it better. Forget a record for all you done, you deserve a medal. A toast, a two. Jump, yeah. EU, for yeah. S's, go yeah. back, energy, UCB, TCB, hold C, rest in peace, this for you. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.